Hello, everyone, and welcome to season three of Hotel Moment. I am so excited to be in season three. This season is all about stories of positivity, of creativity, and preparing for better times as we leave 2020 in our dust. So today's guest I have with me, Kingsley Egbuchanem. Mm -hmm. See, I already messed it up. <laughs> Kingsley, thank you so much for being no, you, on the show today. You did good. Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> Wonderful. So, yes, I was so excited to get to talk to you. You've been doing so many amazing things uh, in the past few months. And um, so I'm going to get into it. First, I want to start off with saying, like, how, tell us about your background. Like, how did you get into hospitality? What did you do sure in hospitality? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I got into it, I would say, by accident. Um, when I graduated from college, I actually um, quickly went into grad school, like no break, you know, back to back. And while I was in grad school, I felt I needed a, a job that would give me, um, so, you know, a flexible schedule. So I ended up working at the front desk of a Holiday Inn because I could work different days. I could work in the evenings and still, you know, do my thesis and do all my Were you going work. to college for hospitality? I wasn't, no. You know, I had, no? a, I had a marketing uh, degree uh, for my bachelor's, and then I got a, a management degree uh, for um, for my master's. So I, I wasn't, yeah, hospitality was not on my radar at all, actually. It's funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so while working at the front desk and, you know, going through that life, which is it's pretty tough uh, when you're at the uh, front desk agent, um, some of my colleagues, um, they realized I was in grad school. So the word got around and the director of sales was like, hey, you're going to grad school, you should come like shadow me and consider doing sales. And I had no idea what sales was. You know, I thought people just booked online, uh, which is funny because now, you know, I've been a director of sales and marketing for many years. Now my parents, my parents, I have no idea what I do. So I was sort of that person who had no idea what sales was, but um, great lady, um, she, I shadowed her. And then, yeah, a few months later, I actually got a, my first sales manager job at a hotel by JFK Airport, which was interesting. Nice. It was uh, it was quite the experience. It was it was insane working in that environment. It was so hustle bustle. But yeah, I just I developed a love for hospitality from then. So I've worked with the Hilton brand. I've worked with uh, Wyndham. I've worked with some independents. Um, most recently, we with Hyatt and all in the sales capacity since then. So, you know, sales manager, business travel manager, director of sales and it's been a great experience. I really love getting to know people, you know, getting to know my clients, entertaining, traveling the world, and just, you know, working in the industry. Yeah, that's, that's it's so funny that you say that. I think that I feel like whenever I ask that question, everyone always gets into the hotel space a little bit differently, but it always starts with that first, that front desk role. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't wish that on anyone. But yeah. when you said that, like, you didn't know what sales it's was, tough. when you when you tell your friends and family, like, hey, yeah, I work in hotel sales, like, how hard was that to explain? Did you have trouble? It's or did still you hard. I mean, it? people, they never got it. Honestly, people thought I sold hotels, which I thought was very cool, actually. Like, so you sell hotels? I'm like, I don't sell hotels, but I should look into that, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I would, do, I would travel, you know, travel domestically, and I would go to London for work. And people were like, I don't get it. You work for a hotel, and you're traveling to these, these uh, cities for selling. Don't people just book you online? So I'm like, no, we have this percentage of people that book, you know, directly and we have corporate accounts. So it gets to be a, a tough uh, conversation, but you know, they know I love what I do, which is the most important thing, I guess. 
I guess so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I can relate very well to that. And especially with starting with Holiday Inn, I told, I was telling you earlier, my, I still have the room key from the first Holiday Inn. Yeah. I stayed at when I was 10 years old. Like, no, my love for hospitality. It's in my blood. It went way back. But when I left, and I know you have a similar story, it was it was very difficult to leave. And um, I find that now I sell text messaging to hotels. And I was in sales for hotels, which was very hard to explain also to my friends and family of what the heck I did. And now they absolutely <laughs> yeah. have zero clue what I'm talking about. They have stopped listening. They learned to Yep. Mm-hmm. Smile and nod. Smile like and nod. You get paid. That's, that's, that's good enough. <laughs> so you work with hotels. Very good, Jen. Can you get me a discount? Yeah. That's it. That's all they want to know. But oh, that's that's, that's all I get every day. Even even, even every in the day. pandemic, like, hey, I'm I'm going here. Can you help me? I'm like, not really, but thanks for asking. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're selling at the lowest rate they possibly can right now. They'll take you at whatever. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of, so you're you're no longer in hotels, correct? Or are you still working in the in the hotel space? No longer in hotels. I'm not. So I'm furloughed, which technically means um, they have plans for me to come back. Uh, I'm in touch with my with, with my last hotel, the Park South, which is a high um, property. But as of October, end of October, I was uh, I was furloughed slash laid off. So mm-hmm. I'm currently not working there. And um, yeah, so that that's my that was my first time ever in my career being uh, laid off from a position. Um, I was I was super surprised. I was actually lucky because a lot of my colleagues were laid off or furloughed in March when the pandemic hit. So I was able to, you know, uh, sort of like weather the storm and, and stay on for a few more months. And uh, my my uh, my property wasn't gonna they slated to open up in April or May of next year, which is kind of you know the same thing you hear from a lot of hotels. Unfortunately, in New York City, about fifty percent of hotels are open. Other fifty percent just can't open because there's no demand. Uh, the hotels to to actually pay, you know stay open it makes no sense so they closed did they close at the beginning of the pan no you just said you didn't get you didn't get furloughed at the beginning of the pandemic but still that's no, so, yeah, so, property so we closed that they actually did close in march they closed in march and wow. i was still working because once the pan once the pandemic started we didn't know how long it would actually last i mean i honestly personally i thought it would be like april we would be back so I was still working um, on a month-to-month basis, you know, making plans, still, you know, working on budgets, doing things in case we, we, we would open up in the summer, in the fall, you know, later on. And once we knew for a fact that we weren't going to open up till, um, till Q2 of, of this year, it was like, hey, you know, appreciate your hard work, but it made no sense to keep paying me when the hotel's doors wouldn't be open till, um, till April or May. So I got laid off and was like, what's the next step? <laughs> well, right. And so but did you jump directly? And we're going to be talking about Project Hospitality, which is, the, you know, the reason that we're here right now. But did you immediately jump into that? Or did you try something else before? No, it was pretty immediate. I, you know, um, so my co-founder, Melissa Mancini, hope I'm saying her last name right. Um, you, know, um, you know, we, we met... Um, um, the previous year, um, actually maybe early uh, 2020, maybe January 2020, she was opening up a property in the same neighborhood as the hotel, and she she came by. We did a site inspection, and we hit it off. Just one of those things where someone comes, you show them the rooms, they're new to the neighborhood, you give them some insight on the neighborhood, and we hit it off. And um, 
And as people were getting laid off, uh, she, she, you know, she got laid off too. And she would text like, hey, what's going on? This is crazy. And like, I know this is unbelievable. Is, is it going to come back? We have no idea. Um, but yeah, so just around the time I got laid off, we, you know, we had a conversation and she just mentioned, listen, we need to do something about this. I, I think we should start up a, a nonprofit. Are you with me? And I was like, uh, that sounds hard. <laughs> you <laughs> right. know? It's not uh, like you don't have free time right that now, sounds right? Really hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like it's like we could do something. Are you? Are, will you? Will you commit and do it with me? And it's like I was still getting to know her. Honestly, with I think we had met a few times, so it's amazing. I think we just see that great chemistry, and she she reached out to me, and so we started texting and, and getting on the phone. Like, okay, so what what what's the vision? What do you have? What do you think here? And and then we came up with projects of hospitality. We you know the big thing was that we understood that hospitality will come back, but it's gonna take a while. You know, we didn't want to sugarcoat it. We didn't want to say it's gonna come back for first quarter of 2021. Second quarter, we we just understood, listen, the borders are still closed. So many hotels are closed. So many restaurants are closed, you know, airlines, Broadway. So hospitality kind of encompasses a lot more than hotels, as you know. Yes. I mean, it's, it's entertainment, it's recreation, it's hotels, it's restaurants, it's people who are selling the maps in Times Square, it's, it's everybody. Mm-hmm. And we had a sense that, listen, it's, it's not gonna come back, so what are we gonna do? And I think, so we spoke about it, and a big thing for us was, okay, we need to get people working again, because people are furloughed, people are collecting unemployment, people can't afford to feed their families, they need to get working. How do we get that done? So the, our mm-hmm. biggest challenge, or the, our biggest mission was that we need to show the world or people in other industries, how transferable our skills are. Um, and we do that because, you know, I think as hospitality, as directors, you know, I've, I've been courted by different companies and I've, I've had different companies in the past and spoken to different people. And I felt like they didn't understand what we did. You know, I was back to the sales, the sales manager, <laughs> yeah. the DOS thing, like no one knows what we do. So I, so I felt like, um, we felt like, you know, people don't understand how valuable we are and how, um, you know, how how much skill sets we have and how, how smart and how we multitask. And when recruiters, you know, see hospitality resumes, they're like, mm, we don't get it. You know, let's let's hire somebody else. So we knew that was our, our first mission. We need to train these HR professionals, these recruiters, on what it means to hire someone for hospitality. Why should you hire them? Hire them because they, they have a lot of skills, they multitask, they're also hospitable. You know, they bring that that certain, you know, empathy uh, to a position, you know, director of sales, sales managers there, they can sell anything. So, you know, there's a lot of sales jobs out there, it's software sales, real estate. Why would you give that to, to uh, someone from hospitality who Not to mention, from A to Z, they go through the entire process of, of prospecting. Yeah, like the just the the ability to think on your feet. Like, how many times have you been in a sales role and then had to take over sure. the front desk and then had X Y Z hotel guests get all upset and have to handle that problem, act as the GM that day, and then the fire alarm goes off and you have whatever homeless person in your lobby. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. okay, we can handle it. <laughs> we can we can we can certainly handle it. We have a lot of brilliant minds. You know, I've worked with a lot of. Yeah brilliant general managers have worked with a lot of brilliant revenue managers who develop different reporting and come up with different strategies. I mean, I've been to restaurants with the most charismatic servers and event planners. So we have amazing talent, but people don't really realize what we do. And they don't want to realize what we do because 
as a recruiter, as an HR professional, sometimes it's, it's better for you to be safe. Just hire mm -hmm. someone that, if you're looking for finance positions, just go, just hire someone that's already in that position. But so we said, obviously, to set, you know, to kind of change that and, and open the doors and say, listen, consider this pool of talent because they're truly amazing. Um, so that was the first thing. And then um, second thing was to, you know, to help people who were struggling, you know, uh, provide career counseling, provide, um, you know, um, resume help. Um, so, you know, we, we formed a partnership with a company called um, Analytic Advantage, mm -hmm. and we were able to, you know, come, um, get resumes looked at for free and then overhaul the resume for a very, a very cheap price. And just sort of give confidence to people who are out of work, like, listen, we're thinking about you, you guys are amazing, and um, that you guys can't transfer out of hospitality to a different industry. Right. So how did when people who need help, do they just contact you? They're like, Hey, I don't, I'm out of work. I don't, I don't know what to do next. And then you kind of point them in the direction of, you said resume help coaching. What am I missing? I'm missing something. Yeah. Well, no, that, that was, that was the first two things that we were highlighting okay. and then we were uh, highlighting the career fair. So it's amazing because it's really been, um, I keep saying three months, it's been about three, four months. So this has been like, unbelievable process it's really kind of like hit the ground running so we're learning along the way um but we have encouraged people to reach out to us uh for those reasons and even just to talk I mean, we, we were like listen reach out to us to talk because we're here with a mission to help people in our industry we love our industry our industry has been hit hard it's been about eight million jobs that have been lost in hospitality so we want to help um so yeah so you know we started uh amazing social media uh campaign uh, we have a, a wonderful volunteer by the name of uh, Lois Serrano, who's just brilliant. She did, she did social media work for, um, for Hyatt. And, you know, we use Facebook and LinkedIn as our platform. And, you know, it's been, it's really been amazing. Um, so one of the things we wanted to do was we want to celebrate hospitality professionals because we wanted to really use that as a, as a tool to showcase how special our industry is. So we came up with a, I came up with something where I would interview hospitality professionals on a weekly basis. And, you know, I think that was part of what uh, made our social media push kind of successful. People saw these stories and I think people like stories, right? You know, we have uh -huh. a lot of great content, a lot of unbelievable content, um, you know, resources on how to fix your resume and how to, um, you know, get different things. But um, once people saw those videos, it felt a little bit relatable. They could hear stories about amazing hospitality professionals. You know, I would ask them about their background in hospitality. I would ask them about what they love the most in hospitality. And I think a really important question I would ask was, um, if you left hospitality, what could you see yourself doing? And, you know, we got amazing responses and people would say, I could see myself um, working in retail or being a writer. And so this, the, those conversations help people, you know, sort of think like maybe, maybe I could do that as well. And also we had people that I interviewed that um, that had actually made the transition to different um, industries. So that was sort of uplifting to see, you know, I had a colleague by the name of Brian, he, he was a revenue manager and that's how he, he made the transition to being a revenue manager for the consumer goods industry. Um, oh. So still in revenue, but a completely different industry. And his person was so admired by his, um, his employer, he's able to bring in new reporting and really help them, you know, streamline what they needed to do. So these stories kind of, we're hoping with other people, and I think it did, and it sort of got our, 
our social media pushed like um, where it needed to be. Yeah. So do you find that you run into a lot of people, though, that are like, I don't know. This is hospitality is all I know. They don't realize that their skill sets can transfer into different industries. It's not just the recruiters. I think that a lot of people in the hotel space don't realize just what skill set that they have under their belt. Yeah, that's that's fair because I'm a director. So I have over 18 years of experience in hospitality. And when I would think about transferring, I wasn't always sure. You know, I'm like, when people would say, hey, if you left hotels, what would you do now? I couldn't always just nail it. Like, I couldn't think for sure. So it's, you know, it's like, it's like something people, it's a work in progress. You know, it, it's, it's sort of like, okay, this is a time for you to think. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes it takes a pandemic, unfortunately, for you to actually sit back and think, okay, I've been, I've been in this role for so long. I love hospitality. Now I have to consider um, moving. Now you have to sit down, sit down and think, you know, what, what are the skills I bring to the table? So we're hoping that we can help people by, you know, sort of giving them the, the cheat code. Hey, do you work at front desk? Well, you know, you're multi you're great at multitasking. You're great at, you know, dealing with stress. And handling you're, objections. Yeah. Oh you my know, gosh. Um, so that's part of what we're doing. It's, I think we're trying to instill confidence in people that, listen, we actually believe in you and your skills will transfer. Uh, yes. It's a huge message to, to get across to the people. And just also having the platform, also knowing that they have a nonprofit that is just for them. This is for hospitality professionals. We we love them. We care about them. We know what it takes to be in hospitality, and we want to help them. So we're hoping that people who are out there, you know, obviously we have our social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Project Safe Hospitality is how you find this, or projectsafehospitality.org. And you can learn more and you can, you know, be inspired and you can reach out to us and we're here solely to help people in our industry because we believe they're amazing and we know that they can transfer and they can do good things in other companies. Well, Kingsley, let's, I want to jump over to this career fair. Uh, We have 12 minutes left. Isn't it funny how fast that goes? Uh, So I want to make sure to talk about this career fair because that's like the most important thing. Yeah, yes, that we came true. here to do. So tell us a little bit more about that. I got a couple questions that came in when I posted this out to the subscribers. So I want to let you mm-hmm. talk about it first, and then I'll jump in with a couple questions. Sure. Uh, the our virtual career fair is slated for January 28th of this year, so in a few weeks. And it's, some, it's sort of something Melissa and I spoke about from the first day we spoke about this uh, nonprofit. We knew it would be important to get the uh, you know, our colleagues in front of um, employers and recruiters, uh, because at the end of the day, we want people to get jobs. So um, we're very fortunate. We, we uh, were able to uh, work with an amazing company called Brazen. Uh, they're an amazing startup company, and they have the, they're providing the platform for us to actually do this virtual career fair. And the great part is because they, they have like a mission statement to help uh, underserved, underrepresented uh, minorities and groups who aren't really getting their voices heard to actually, you know, get a chance to use the platform, but also just to get jobs. So they really, you know, understood what we were trying to do, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And so the career fair is, 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 is a, it's going to be a, a great time for us to really have our mission um, solidified and hope, hope to, you know, people can attend and hope companies will attend, which is super important. We're actually, you know, on our first week of uh, sort of reaching out to companies to, to see if they will attend our, our uh, fair. And uh, the point is to get um, our wonderful, amazing, talented uh, professionals in front of these uh, amazing companies. That's great. So it's on the 28th. What time is it? 
I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? <laughs> I said the career fair is on January 28th. At what time? What time is the career fair? Y yes, it's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and Eastern time. Eastern time, yes. And yes, okay. um, so, yeah, we um, you could you can register on our website, projectsofhospitality.org, or you could certainly follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook, which is amazing because you will see all the different updates on there. We're always we're always posting, we're always promoting, and you'll see the links. Um, it's also like a LinkedIn um, event page where you can actually sign up to be a part of the uh, the fair. It's it's obviously free for participants. We want people to come to come in and who are job seekers and people who have been furloughed, people who are looking to transition, um, I want them to come on there and get a chance to hopefully get hired by some amazing companies. Okay, so one of the questions I got was, what should people, what should these hoteliers come prepared with? Since it's virtual and I mean, some people haven't even been to a career fair, so they were wondering what they mm -hmm. should come, they come armed with. Yeah. Now that's a great question. Fortunately, when you act, when you register, um, again, you'll find the link on our website or on our different uh, social media platforms. When you do register, the uh, registration will ask you for your resume, and they'll they'll you know ask you for your your education, your your experience, your name, demographic things of that nature. So uh, once you register, all the information that's needed will be uploaded, and it's amazing because these these employers can actually uh, get a chance to to view your resume to get to know get to know who you are prior to the uh, the actual fair. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So then, when you attend, you go into the room. Do like the employers then call on these people? I don't even know. Yeah, it's, Everything it's, virtual listen, it's, it's all it's, new. Listen, it's very new, very unique. We're still actually getting the hang of it as well. But um, you know, once once you do enter the virtual platform, there's uh, there's different boots. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're able to navigate the platform. You're able to see what okay. um, what employees are present, and then you can you can you can go into these booths virtually, and you can uh, have a conversation with HR professionals, with, with recruiters, and this this opportunity to actually do um, um, you know video FaceTiming. Nice. If if the conversation goes well, and um, you do that, and we're hoping obviously that these companies have jobs available, but also. What's important is that a lot of companies are going to have pipeline jobs. So you may have amazing companies who know that they're going to be hiring six months down the line. Yeah. You're still able to meet with them, you know, express your desire to work with them, express your skill set, and possibly get a job with them a little further down the line. So that's that's what that's our mission. And um, you know, I, it's super important. Again, this week has been really important for the, our organization because we are really searching for companies that will be a part of this fair, I think it's, 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 a, it's important for them to know that, uh, yes, they'll, they will get great talent, but also that they're really helping the industry that suffered, the industry that's really, you Seriously. know, always provided comfort and refuge and entertainment and always been there for everybody, you know, for bus the business traveler, leisure traveler, for the essential workers, for, you know, people who everybody, are on the yeah. street, for the communities. They are essential workers. Hotels. We've always, always been there. Yes, they are. Exactly. No, you're, you're completely right. We've always uh, provided, you know, refuge for them. And, you know, I, I, I also feel like hotels, um, you can always walk into a hotel and and feel safe. You know, we, 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 we've been, we've been right to, to any neighborhood, to any community, to, you know, and to any, to any region. Uh, and, um, you know, look, hotels are open 24 seven, 
um, c- compare that to like a to like a uh, I guess a police office, a fire department, a hospital. Those are very important places. But when you when you go into those places that are open twenty four seven, usually you, you don't feel good about it because something bad happened. Hotels open twenty four seven, and when you go in, you feel like a, a certain light and certain happiness. Like hey, I'm yeah, in the hotel, this is comfortable. I can I can get I can get answers. I can get questions. I can I can get whatever I need. So um, I think it's important for you know these employers and and people people who want to donate out there to donate to amazing cause because this is a, a especially a group of people who've always helped out everybody else. Well, I have two more questions. One, I want to know: Are you able to share any of the employers who sure. are? currently going to be there at the career fair <laughs> will i be at the career fair no can you share any of the companies who will be oh um not as of yet we have a okay, lot of uh, companies that, that that have said that they they're on board but you know we need to you know get some something across the, the dollar line first before yeah. we can make that announcement but it's important. We will we will announce companies as they come along, just to, because if someone really has a dream company or has a dream industry that they want to work with, you know, we'll, we'll post that on our, our LinkedIn and our Facebook. So this may, this may inspire people to say, hey, you know, yeah. I always wanted to work for Amazon. Let me let me attend. So we'll definitely keep you guys updated with those companies. Um, and then for businesses who are interested in getting involved, like what, how do they do that? What's the cost associated with it? Like, what does it take to get involved? Like, what's the commitment there? Talk to me a little bit about that. Cause I may even know some people, including myself Got who uh, is hiring. Amazing. We appreciate that, Jennifer. Uh, so we, you know, we have tiered pricing. It just really depends mm-hmm. on like what sponsorship level, um, you know, you would like you want to partake in. Uh, you know, we think we think our pricing is very competitive. Um, so businesses that want to get involved, obviously, they can reach out to, to to myself. They can get on our website. They can get on our social media platforms. Um, you know, we have a link um, that directs them to Eventbrite where they can um, choose the different packages. You know, we have packages that that allow two recruiters to be present. We have packages that allow three. We have packages that allow you to have a little bit more sponsorship. Uh, material and um, yeah. just a chance to get in front of more um, candidates. So we, you know, I think we have amazing, um, amazing layout for for these um, companies. I think it's it's a, it's a tiny investment, uh, and I think it's, it's going to be a really amazing way for them to meet talent. I know these companies, you know, have different ways of reaching out to clients, whether it's LinkedIn or different job boards. Um, to find amazing talents, I think you come here and you be able to meet meet these uh, these talented people virtually, yeah. uh, which is a unique way. But you could talk to them that day. You, you get to know them a little better, and you can you could definitely feel that you're helping an industry that really needs it. I think that's important. I think yes, y- yes, you're helping an industry that needs it, but also you you'll be returned with amazing talent that will uplift the culture of the organization. And I, I truly believe that when I say it. I, I do too. I mean, I come from, I'm living proof right here. I come from hospitality. I left hospitality. I think I know what I'm talking about a little bit. So I think I'm pretty good. Yeah. I, I only want to really hire you, from you, hospitality. You. So um, what I no, want was, yeah, so if, for sure. We, yeah. Sorry. If the, if the businesses want to get involved, do they also go to projecthospitality.org? Is that, is that how it's done or do they yeah, have to do anything so we, special? Yes. No, so they, they can certainly go on there. We have so we want once you go on there, we have two links. We have we have a link for participants, your average mm-hmm. job seeker that wants to look for a job. Um, they can um, register for free. 
And then you have the link for the companies and the recruiters who, the, who will be the exhibitors who have boots. There's a separate link for them and they can choose the package they want and they could definitely get registered on the once they register we'll get the information we'll reach out to them you know we'll thank them for, for registering we'll talk to them about any questions but it's easy as going on there or going to our social media and, and getting more information yeah i think that what you're doing is amazing i think this is an incredible opportunity i think that it's really gonna you know educate not only the hoteliers into knowing that their skill sets transfer but also these employers and i'm happy to help spread that message as much as i can so please keep me in the loop let me know how i can help um uh thank you again yes, so much for you. this is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up today's today's episode um, I just want to tell you, I want to remain hospitality strong. Those who are in hospitality, yes. it's been a tough year. Uh, remain strong and uh, confident that things will bounce back. Um, you know, and that's why I want to lend a helping hand in general. You know, I think it's a tough time that being in the pandemic, people are struggling more than we know. So I think people should really reach out to their friends, their family, to us. You know, mm -hmm. don't feel alone reach out and people are always there to support you uh we have a great team so i want to definitely shout out uh melissa danny amanda lotus because we're all volunteers so we're, mm -hmm. we're doing this as a, a labor of love and we really are doing this to help the industry so uh we love the industry we love the good people that are there and we really want to make a difference that's amazing you're doing great work thank you so much kingsley i appreciate you being on and to everyone else 